Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. everyone, welcome to today's Beacon. After the summer break in which I hope you had time to rest and recharge, ready for the start of everything, I'm happy to welcome you back to our Beacons. As we are back to some normality, Beacons from Coach House Church will be uploaded weekly on a Wednesday. I have the privilege to restart this series And today's beacon, it's called the wall. In the Bible, walls are often used to protect and guard precious gardens and vineyards. The prophets used the imagery of a wall to portray God's protection around his people. In the text that we are going to read today from the Bible, the wall represents something completely different. It represents the work of the spiritual leaders during Prophet Ezekiel's life. Let's read from Ezekiel. Because they lead my people astray, saying peace when there is no peace, and because when a flimsy wall is built, they cover it with whitewash, therefore tell those who cover it with whitewash that it's It is going to fall. Rain will come in torrents and I will send hailstone hurling down and violent winds will burst forth. When the wall collapses, will the people not ask you, where is the whitewash you covered it with? Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. In my wrath, I will unleash a violent wind, and in my anger, hailstone and torrents of rain will fall with destructive fury. I will tear down the wall you have covered with whitewash, and I will level it to the ground so that its foundation will be laid bare. When it falls, you will be destroyed in it. And you will know that I am the Lord. When it falls, you will be destroyed in it. And you will know that I am the Lord. So I will pour out my wrath against the wall and against those who covered it with whitewash. I will say to you, the wall is gone and so are those who whitewashed it. This is from the book of Ezekiel. Chapter 13, from verse 10 to 15. When we read the book of Ezekiel, we can see that prophets of that day were more inclined to say what the people wanted to hear than to tell them what God really said. They were seeking to please people and not God. We know that the prophet's book was written during the time when the Israelites 
were captives of the Babylonians who had taken over the land. Ezekiel was the only prophet during the exile to tell the truth, to really say what God was saying. This made him very unpopular and put him into some really difficult situations. What I want to draw your attention to today is the whitewashed wall. There is a lot of things that can be represented by a whitewashed wall. Things like a work that is done in a rush and it is not properly finished. It can also mean a work not good enough, which you try to paint over with whitewash in a desperate attempt to cover up the imperfection and lack of effort and skill. From what we know about Ezekiel, we can tell that his wall was strong and properly built. The prophet did not spare any effort in the work he was doing. This was such a contrast with the spiritual leaders of the day. That's why God was angry with them and promised punishment in, in the form of a Babylonian invasion. Jesus, in the New Testament, used the imagery of whitewash to talk about the Pharisees. He called the Pharisees whitewashed tombs. People who look good on the outside, but are full of death on the inside. In Matthew ch chapter 22, what God wanted and asked for from the leaders of the Israelites was completely different from what they actually did. First, let's see what God wanted them to do. I looked for someone among them who would build up the wall and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the land so I would not have to destroy it. But I found no one. This is in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 22, verse 30. The Lord has chosen Israel to be his witness. However, that did not happen. They tried to pick and choose from God's laws. Their hearts were not sincere though. So they failed and the Lord had to discipline them because of his holiness. In his presence, no impurity and no immorality can exist. Have you ever wondered why God called them whitewashed walls and whitewashed tombs? In the olden days, people used to use whitewash in houses, but especially in barns, because of its disinfectant and sanitizing properties. Whitewash prevents the growth of bacteria and mould and when it flakes off the walls, it removes with it debris. That made me think that God might have seen their way of keeping the law as a poor attempt to cleanse themselves with human resources instead of accepting and trusting God's cleansing. Looking at our lives and the work we do for the kingdom of God, would our wall stand if God was to try it through the wind and storm? Are we involved 
wholeheartedly in the things that God has asked us to look after? Are we doing our best, not sparing any effort, like Ezekiel did? Or, just like the false prophets, are we trying to cover it up, paint over it, to make it look better than it really is? Are we putting up a front instead of being the real deal? Are we using our resources and our standards or are we acting and working in God's strength, relying completely on him? Take a minute and think about these questions and when you see things that have to be changed, let's not put it off. Let's do it today. Let's ask for strength to be that faithful steward of the things that God has entrusted us with. Our families, our work, our ministry, our friends and our hearts. Lord, I pray that you will search us, Father, and help us, Lord, to become those people that you have in mind for us to be, those people that you created us to be. Help us to serve you according to your standards, not ours. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us. There are many more beacons to listen to on Spotify or on our website. And if you're able, we would love you to join us on Sundays. Just head over to coachhousechurch.org to find out more. Thanks for listening to the Coach House Beacons.